What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build the pond. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. The And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. What are we doing? I'm going to drop the plans for this. And Eric Fry. It's the starting lineup. Welcome in uh, to the uh, starting lineup here on the podcast today. Had some unexpected circumstances uh, come up, so uh, hey, we're on the uh, podcast feed, and it's Travis Sparks uh, flying solo here with you today. And uh, coming up here for this podcast, got some uh, things to talk about in the world of Major League of Baseball. Something significant happened last night. Besides the Cardinals blow another game, <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that. I'll talk about that perfect game uh, coming up here in just a second, and also I'll hit up on the uh, NHL draft as well as the uh, Connor Bedard uh, era has begun there in uh, Chicago, and we'll also take a look at other things that happened in the uh, NHL draft from yesterday evening. As currently, as I'm recording this, round number two going on right now. They're in Nashville bright and early. And, of course, we'll see if there's any uh, breaking NBA news uh, that comes across the wire as well with uh, some people making decisions today whether they want to opt in or opt out for a free agency officially uh, beginning uh, tomorrow as well. So we'll see if we get any uh, breaking NBA news here during uh, the recording here today. So... Uh, that is uh, what's upcoming here on this uh, short little podcast for you today. And I uh, wanted to remind you that uh, tomorrow we do uh, plan on being uh, the uh, live show. And uh, we do plan on uh, doing a live show because it's our last live show for a little bit as we're taking a break in uh, July. As we wanted to keep reminding you of that here. Uh, as we uh, close out uh, the uh, month here. And so we're going to ramp up coverage back during football. So we're going to take a little spring, uh, spring, a little summer break. And uh, we'll have the uh, top moments from the uh, year so far. One of our better podcasts that we do every single uh, year around this time. And we do an end of the year pod. And so we also do a half year pod. And that's coming up for you on Friday. So 
which is tomorrow. So make sure you're sticking around uh, for that. And hey, if you are listening here on the pod, well, you're good to go for not only that show, but as well as the uh, shows moving forward when we're off of the live show format. All right, uh, so uh, let's uh, jump right into it. And I don't have time for any uh, fancy imaging or anything like that. Let's hit up on what happened in Major League Baseball last night. And it was a, a doozy there and it was a, a gem that the Yankees uh, threw and Domingo German that's what he did he threw a perfect game last night and he only needed of course 99 pitches to uh, do so and uh, German wears number zero on the back of his jersey well that's how many hits that he allowed that's how many walks that he had as well the uh, 24th perfect game uh, for uh, Major League Baseball and of course they came last in October on October August 15th 2012 for one uh, King of Felix Hernandez there in uh, Seattle so 24th perfect game for German and the uh, Yankees hey they have some history with the uh, perfect game as uh, German joined some elite company there as he joins Don Larson. Of course, his means a little bit more. He did it in the uh, postseason back in 1956. David Wells, of course, did it in 1998, uh, reportedly hung over. And uh, David Cohn did it in 1999. And now German does it here for the fourth perfect game in a Yankees history uh, there. And uh, so uh, what a, a great uh, performance uh, that he had uh, last night, especially doing it very efficiently, throwing 72 of his 99 pitches for strikes. And he mixed in 51 curveballs and 30 fastballs that averaged 92.5 miles an hour with 17 changeups and one sinker in uh, there. And we talked about it before about, I think last week was a day where uh, no hitters happen and who's going to be that next person to uh, throw a no hitter. And it would probably most likely not be an ace of who you think of. And sure enough, a guy that pitches a uh, 24th perfect game in uh, the uh, Major League history is a reportedly really no name there, a kind of a uh, guy that you wouldn't expect. And uh, in particular, he was winless in six previous outings against Oakland, and he got roughed up in a few of his starts uh, this season. And, of course, he was also ejected after uh, in the fourth inning on May 16th. And so he was uh, did that little substance check there and that's why he was uh, tossed from uh, the game and ejected uh, for uh, the uh, game and so uh, hey come on 24th perfect game in MLB history and of course he did it against the Oakland A's there in Oakland as well and he also revealed uh, after the game that his uncle had passed away on Monday and so he dedicated last night's game to him and so he goes out and throws the 24th perfect game in a major league baseball so Domingo German throwing a gym last night there in Oakland if you missed it there and hey Yankees coming to town here this upcoming weekend for the Cardinals so we'll see not a lot of things have gone right for the Yankees this season especially with Judge uh, going down and the AL East being competitive there. Probably not where uh, ne- neither New York team wants to be in the uh, standings, even though the Yankees are in position in the wild card. But 
again, another guy that you don't expect to toss a no-hitter or let alone a perfect game is Domingo German, and he did that against Oakland last night, and the Yankees ended up winning 11-0 there behind the back, on the back of German's uh, masterful pitching performance uh, there. So uh, history made last night there in Oakland. All right, let's move on, and let's hit up on our local teams here as the Cubs and the Cardinals were both in action, and the Cubs were unlucky the other night, and they were also unlucky last night as well as the Phillies take this one again. Has five runs there in the uh, second inning. Really kind of roughing up there. Uh, Drew Smiley, he only went three and two-thirds innings, giving up seven earned runs uh, there, including that five in the second inning alone. And then he was chased from the game there in the uh, fourth inning. Uh, Phillies offense really uh, showed up uh, last night, of course, uh, there. And, um, you know, Sosa former Cardinal, by the way, homers, Castellanos hit a homer as well. And uh, um, it was just a great offensive showing by uh, Philadelphia uh, last night. And not quite what you wanted out of your uh, starter pitch here. Uh, there from uh, Juice Smiley giving up those seven and runs. Nola wasn't uh, great either. He gave up four runs and he had three walks, but... Uh, he still picked up the win, and he went five innings to do so. Bullpen did a nice job of uh, shutting it down. Really, the only uh, thing that was on uh, their resume there was that um, home run by Swanson as well, and uh, the Cubs uh, score a couple times in the fifth and once in the ninth as well. But uh, now that's two in a row that the uh, Phillies have won in the Cubs. After dropping that last game in London, they're currently on a three-game losing streak uh, right now. And doesn't that beat all? We just talked about them being in striking distance in the NL Central. And then they lose three games. And now they're four and a half back thanks to the Reds win last night over Baltimore. And uh, Philadelphia, they're still way back in the standings like we mentioned the other day. And they're currently on a three-game win streak uh, right now. They'll try to keep it going. Uh, today, uh, but it doesn't matter if Philadelphia keeps winning because the two teams in front of them keep winning as well. Um, Atlanta just keeps going and just keeps being scorching hot uh, there. So uh, Cubs will try to salvage one in uh, this series uh, later on uh, this evening against uh, Philadelphia there to uh, close it out. 7.05 uh, tonight, and they'll turn to uh, Kyle Hendricks tonight for the Cubbies and uh, that is Walker going for Philadelphia, and yes, that is Taiwan Walker. They're going for the Phillies, eight and three this season. That's pretty good, eight wins, but a 4-10 ERA for uh, the Philly uh, there against Kyle Hendricks, who's three and two, 2.60 ERA tonight. And well, the Cardinals—they weren't much better as this one was looked to be in the bag there for a while. After that first inning, but the Cardinals will blow it. They blow it in the eighth there thanks to uh, Giovanni Gallegos blowing a lead. And he is credited for getting a blown save uh, there after a couple of home runs there. But, man, this game kind of started out the way that a typical game has been for the Cardinals the last few games as, uh, you know, 
They got roughed up on Saturday in London, and then Sunday it didn't start off so well, but then they uh, got it back going. They fell behind early the other night, and now they fell behind early last night. They had a 3-0, a deficit to overcome there in the bottom of the first, but that was okay because St. Louis came right back and responded. They picked up four in the bottom of the first, including a three-run home run there by Nolan Arenado there to score Donovan and a new bar. And then a Burleson uh, doubled in Gorman, who put the Cardinals on top of four to three. And then in the bottom of the second inning, a Paul Goldschmidt homers, and he went to a left center, 443 feet. He's credited for it to give St. Louis the 5-3 to three lead. And I couldn't believe this stat when I saw it, but uh, Katie Wu, she uh, posted about it. And uh, another stat that I saw on Twitter posted about it, that that was the first time this season that Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt go deep in the same game. Wow, that is crazy that our two best players haven't homered in the same game until last night. So, Cardinals, they were all right there. They had uh, eventually they built up that lead to a 6 to 3. Astros would get a couple back there in the sixth inning, and that would have chased Miles Michaelis off the mound. He went five and two thirds innings, seven hits, five earned runs. He was fine at. After from the second inning on until the uh, sixth inning uh, there. And then start, trouble started to find him again. He had three walks again. His ARA swells up to 4.44 on uh, the season. But Palante did a good job uh, shutting that down. Uh, Stratton came in and did fine. And then that's when it all went wrong for the uh, Cardinals there. In the eighth inning as they bring uh, Gallegos in. And runners started getting on base, and then all of a sudden, Jose Altuve goes deep for a three-run home run to put the Astros on a top. Tucker gets on base the very next batter, and Jose Abreu hits one deep as the Astros went ahead 10 to a 7 and a five-run eighth inning, and all five runs were credited to uh, Gallegos uh, there. They called on Verhagen to uh, get out of it. Even he had a couple walks and a couple of strikeouts. But, uh, man, Gallegos blowing the game there in uh, the eighth inning. And after the game, Ali Marmol was asked why they brought Gallegos in in the eighth and what was up with the uh, bullpen uh, situation uh, there. And he basically just said that uh, Gallegos has been pretty darn good in uh, the eighth inning up until last night. I also got another stat for you about that Arenado and Goldschmidt homer for the first time this season in the same game. Well, Cardinals blew their 16th. 16th blown save last night, and they blew just 17 games in all of 2022. And, of course, we know what happened last year when they won the division. But 17 saves all last season, and now we're up to 16. And we still got a couple more weeks until the All-Star break. That is one of the big reasons why we are where we are here today. And... He did kind of, all he did kind of put it on uh, the bullpen in not so many words. I mean, he said that offense got seven runs. We should have won that game. And when you get seven runs, and you don't blame him uh, there. Uh, Donovan had that home run to give us a 7-5 to five lead uh, there. Can't really blame him as 
Cardinals should have won this, but they didn't. And that's just how the cookie crumbles, and that's just how the cookie has crumbled this season for the uh, Cardinals in a season that's been nothing to write home about. Last night was definitely nothing to write home about, and Gaius blows it there in the eighth. Series finale will be uh, this evening, and we'll run it back as we're about 30 minutes before the uh, previous two nights start time as this game is going to get underway tonight at 520 will be the uh, pregame show start over on 98.9 and 605 will be the official game of broadcast first pitch to follow after that and who's taking the hill for the Astros is JP uh, France as he's 2-3 and 3.54 ERA and uh, then uh, the uh, guy that's taking the ball for uh, the uh, Cardinals is the guy that just got roughed up in London and shut down his Twitter account it's Adam Wainwright going uh, tonight for the uh, Cardinals as of now as he's 3-2 and 6.56 ERA for Wayno uh, tonight and yesterday he was also uh, for the first time since he shut down his uh, Twitter account uh, since his uh, rough start on uh, Saturday he was on a one-on-one ESPN there in uh, St. Louis and uh, they were talking about just that about shutting down his social media and uh, he basically just said that he had to and it was exactly why what I said on the show because of the negative response that he got on Twitter after that bad start on Saturday. He said uh, that he, uh, to try to get right and try to help the team start getting this thing back on track, he couldn't do that while reading all the hate mail that he was receiving. He said he tries not to read it, but I know that Adam likes to interact with the fans both positively and clearly negatively uh, there as not only people are tagging him in tweets, they probably DM'd him as well. And just to not deal with it anymore and uh, not read those negative comments, he just decided to uh, shut it down uh, there. And, hey, I said it on Monday. Cardinal Nation needs to be better about harassing a guy like Adam Wainwright on uh, social media. And uh, he has given a lot to uh, the uh, city. And I know the season hasn't been great. Trust me, I know. But uh got to remember who Adam Wainwright is and what he's done uh, on the field and off the field as well. One of the nicest guys uh, that the Cardinals have and maybe ever have. And definitely one of my favorite Cardinals uh, of all time. But uh, we got to be better in that aspect. Uh, social media at times just gives you a license to say whatever the heck that you want. Nah, uh, that doesn't mean that. And we got to be better as not only just a fan base, but as a society in general. This happens way too often. And so uh, that's who we're turning to uh, tonight. So I hope for uh, Wainwright's sake that he'll have a better pitching performance with little to no distractions uh, there. And we can forget all about Saturday and forget all about last night as well. That's one of the things that's happened this season was uh, some of the negative Games that we've had, we've had off days to kind of sit and swell on that and dwell on it. Well, no time to dwell on it as we're right back on the horse uh, tonight. And again, over on 9-8-9, 5-20, pregame show start before the Yankees, before the Bronx Bombers come visit St. Louis this weekend. 
Let's take a look at other action uh, from uh, last night. The uh, Braves, they got a shutout of the uh, Twins, and they just keep winning in June. And it is a, a sweep of Minnesota as well. Five in a row for Atlanta. And Matt Olson was a homer last night in the three to nothing win. It was the Nationals getting the win over the Mariners of four to one. And I said it before on the show. I apologize to Polly D. I apologize to Patrick Corbin. I'm sorry, my guy, as he threw a gym yesterday in uh, Seattle. Seven innings of shutout baseball for Patrick Corbin yesterday. Five hits given up and nine strikeouts as well for the lefties. So, Patrick Corbin, I am personally sorry to you and your family for hating on you so much. And throws a gym yesterday. And also, Washington takes the series as well from Seattle yesterday. In extra innings, it was the Reds getting the win over the Orioles 11-7. And Reds now two in a row for them, trying to get back on track after that uh, winning streak was snapped. It was the uh, Pirates getting the win over the uh, Padres 7-2-0-1. And Mitch Keller, all you got to do is turn to him in uh, Pittsburgh and he gets it done as he gets win number nine and goes uh, six innings of uh, good baseball uh, there. And Pirates put up a five spot in the seventh to beat the Padres 7-2-1 to as well. You see that play from Drake uh, Cronenworth in this game as well? Fernando Tatis was rounding a third and Cronenworth just jumps right in front of the Pirates catcher to uh, get the bat out of the way of the previous batter. Like... Why did you have to go in front of the catcher? I don't know if any interference was called on that, but just kind of an odd play uh, there and really awkward as well. Uh, the Blue Jays, uh, they got the win over the uh, Giants uh, 6-2-1 as uh, George Springer doing exactly what a, a good leadoff hitter does. He kind of sparked the five-run output in the first inning for the Blue Jays to beat San Fran. It was the Marlins getting the win over the Red Sox, a 6-2-2, as Gene Segura does it again in his return uh, there uh, from the uh, lineup. And Marlins, they're trying to keep pace with the uh, Braves in uh, the East. As I mentioned, they're on a four-game win streak uh, right now. If not for the torrid pace that the Braves are on this month, they would be right there up in the division lead. But Marlins do have a, a wild card spot as of now. The Mets, oh boy. Talk about talk about uh, Mosaic having uh, conversations every week. That was kind of an awkward press conference, right, yesterday about with Steve Cohen uh, sitting on a, just a regular old bar stool and like a regular old bar tabletop. Kind of an informal press conference yesterday. Odd uh, there. And um, let's see. I try to pull up some comments uh, that he mentioned from yesterday about that. But uh, didn't inspire the team at all as the Mets ended up taking the loss 5-2 to two there in uh, last night's game. So whatever he said in the press conference didn't work uh, because, well, it comes out. And uh, they lose once again as uh, basically said that he wasn't going to blow up the team, but um, some moves would certainly 
have to be made and decisions would have to be made. Uh, there it is. Uh, he said, the season is not over. I'm preparing my management team for all possibilities. If we don't get better, we have decisions to make at the trade deadline. From Steve Cohen there in that uh, awkward press conference uh, for the Mets yesterday. Didn't do him any good in the game uh, either, losing 5-2. to two. The Rangers 10-2 to over the uh, Tigers as uh, Dave Dunny was so close to uh, his uh, first uh, shutout in the game, but it was not to be as he went eight and two-thirds innings, giving up a couple runs and striking out 10 batters for Mr. Dunning yesterday. And the Rangers offense had it going, scoring 10 runs. Well, none of them were scored by Marcus Simeon. Well, he didn't hit one over the wall. That's what I needed for way back Wednesday. So that was a L for me on way back Wednesday. Uh, hey, you could have, should have, would have in entertainment. Uh, and everybody makes the bet that could have been, right? I was also looking at uh, Jung as well. But, hey, neither here nor there. Missed entertainment happens every single day. And also, uh, Eric took Ellie De La Cruz. Reds put up 11 runs, but none of them was a home run by Cruz. <laughs> Just wanted to mention that. The Guardians, they were also all over the Royals, so 14-2-1. Jose Ramirez hits a, a grain a salami, and Guardians now in first place of the AL Central lead at 39-40. The Rockies were all over the uh, Dodgers in a wild game, a 9-2-8 was the uh, final there. So offensive plenty in Colorado last night. Uh, the Angels, they fall to uh, the White Sox 11-5. to uh, five. And uh, the Rays get the win over the Diamondbacks 3-2. to two. And that was thanks to uh, Josh Lowe. A two-out, two-run double in the ninth inning gives Tampa the win over the uh, D-backs there. Let's take a look at action uh, already. The uh, Padres and uh, Pirates were playing well until they weren't, as uh, that's been uh, delayed due to weather, I'm guessing. Uh, we already talked about the Astros, Cardinals uh, tonight, the Cubs, Phillies uh, tonight as well. Uh, Tigers finishing up with the uh, Rangers. Uh, Shane Bieber going up for Cleveland this afternoon against Kansas City. Zach Greinke. Ooh, Zach, 1-8. and eight. 5.31 ERA. Not so good for Mr. Greinke. We'll see if the Yankees can throw back-to-back perfect games. Probably not. Uh, Schmidt going today for New York before coming to St. Louis. Uh, Tampa wrapping up with the uh, Diamondbacks there. The White Sox closing out with the Angels. Lance Lynn going for uh, the uh, White Sox today. 4-8. and eight, 6.4 ERA. For the big fella. I know he had a nice pitching performance. Last start. A couple of starts ago. But. Not so. Numbers to write home about. Uh, Marlins. Closing out with the Red Sox. Uh, Giants. uh, Closing out in Toronto. Chris Bassett going for the Blue Jays. Uh, Brewers close out with the Mets. Max Scherzer. Going uh, tonight. Against uh, Hauser. For the Brew Crew. And the Dodgers close out with the Rockies as well here on this Thursday uh, for you. And 
We'll tell you about the uh, matchups uh, tomorrow on uh, tomorrow's uh, show. Gia set for the uh, weekend series of baseball. All right, so uh, let's uh, move on and let's move on to uh, some hockey as the uh, NHL draft was last night. And uh, to uh, no surprise who the uh, number one pick was, the Connor Bedard era has begun there in uh, Chicago. And a lot. I mean, I saw the uh, draft party and the draft coverage as a lot of Blackhawks fans were celebrating last night, and rightfully so, when you get a, a general, when the NHL rigs the draft lottery, and uh, you get a generational talent to uh, magically resurrect your dynasty after trading away cornerstone franchise players. Connor Bedard era has begun, and jerseys already flying off the shelves there in uh, Chicago, or. Jerseys aren't really on shelves. They're really on hangers, really. They're flying off the hangers. They can't keep them in stock there in uh, Chicago. And uh, Bedard said it was an honor to be a, a Blackhawk there. And also, I did see that uh, funny uh, video before the draft there in uh, Nashville of uh, the uh, penalty box radio there in uh, Nashville. They talk a lot of Preds hockey and uh, they're on the street asking some uh, people about the uh, NHL draft and uh, they stumbled upon a, a fan from Chicago and it was the GM of the uh, Blackhawks and so uh, that was funny when they asked him if he could name any uh, players because he said he kind of follows hockey and he started naming off uh, what first name he named was Wayne Gretzky Mario Lemieux and then he just went in on the uh, Blackhawks and started naming off a bunch of the players from the uh, dynasty run uh, that they had and some names that casual hockey fans probably wouldn't uh, wouldn't name like Duck and Keith and Seabrook and uh, players like that and then uh, the very last question uh, the guy asked uh, was did the NHL rig the draft for the Blackhawks and he said uh, no absolutely not and he just deadpans to the camera uh, he knows but uh, the guy that was interviewing him was oblivious to uh, that was the Blackhawks general manager. So uh, that was a pretty funny video that came out yesterday. And there was a shocking move at a number two there by the Ducks. Hey, they uh, got screwed out of the number one pick, and they fumbled this as well. Uh, I guess we'll see if he pans out. But uh, as I mentioned on yesterday's show, the guy from Michigan was scheduled to go here. Nope, Ducks decided to go Leo Carlson from Sweden. Uh, the uh, center there at uh, number two. So uh, a little bit of a shakeup in the uh, draft uh, there. As I mentioned, top four selections were pretty uh, locked up, as we thought. Uh, but Anaheim decided to go against the grain as well. And also they uh, debuted that sweater for that uh, 30 for 30, a special little anniversary of the uh, team starting up. I mean, I would have loved if they went straight with the movie, but eh, I'm not sold on the jersey, uh, to be honest. Uh, it looks all right. I would probably get it if I was a Ducks fan, but eh, I wish it would have been the movie, even though they didn't really adopt that color scheme uh, from the movie. I guess in Mighty Ducks 2, they did wear it uh, in the third period to uh, uh, come back and beat Team Iceland. 
uh, there in one of the greatest comebacks of all time in the uh, Junior Goodwill Games. Uh, but uh, it was uh, all right. So the number three uh, slide is uh, supposed to be Carlson's spot, but uh, instead, well, all right, you're going to pick Carlson. Well, the Blue Jackets uh, picked up Adam Fantilli from the uh, Wolverines of Michigan, and he's a freshman there at Michigan. So like I mentioned yesterday, he's expected to uh, go one more season there at Michigan, the best player and the player of the year in collegiate hockey. Uh, it's scheduled to go for a sophomore season for Michigan, but uh, when he eventually goes, he goes from uh, sunny California in Anaheim, and now he's going to get drafted by Columbus. Have fun in Ohio, even though it's probably one of the last places they want to be from Michigan. Uh, and then the San Jose Sharks uh, went with uh, William Smith as well. Uh, they were pretty much locked in. They knew that Carlson or Fantilli was going to go in front of them, so they just selected the next best center uh, to go in front of them, and it was William Smith or Will Smith from the under-18 team uh, there from Team USA. And then the fifth pick. No one's going to – well, maybe people do remember will remember this name, but – a lot of people won't remember it for the pick. They'll remember for Carey Price's fumble at the beginning. At first, I thought it was just a straight joke, but I guess not. It was serious that the Montreal Canadiens, they picked a David. David Reinbacker. <laughs> Carey Price uh, said had a little bit of a trouble remembering the uh, pick there, the defenseman uh, there. So he later apologized to uh, David after that little fumble of the uh, pick. Come on, Carey, like you don't even uh, know. And a lot of pressure there announcing the pick and everything, but uh, come on, man, write it down or put it on a card uh, or something uh, there. Of course, uh, St. Louis Blue guy here, they were picking at number 10. They had three in the first round, and they all went Swedes. That's right. Uh, number 10, they uh, selected the uh, center Dalbor Dvorsky from uh, Sweden. And uh, later on, the uh, Blues would uh, pick later on in the uh, draft, thanks to the uh, Stars and the Maple Leafs. Uh, picks as well and uh, they were picking at number 25 and they went Otto Steinberg uh, from Sweden the uh, junior uh, league there and then a little bit later on at a pick number 29 they would pick another Sweden this one was a defenseman uh, Theo Lindstein there went to a uh, St. Louis uh, there and uh, this was also same uh, league I'm pretty sure as Dvorsky uh, there, so they stayed in one country at least for the Blues, and like I said, uh, going on right now is the uh, second round. So no surprise, the number one uh, Bedard, you got a good one uh, there in uh, Chicago. It did kind of make me cringe a little bit seeing the Blackhawks celebrate and all the Blackhawks fans saying we're back. Well, you very well may be in uh, the uh, near future as you're. Kind of the butt of some jokes. Not anymore uh, there. So uh, a lot of people getting excited there for Connor Bedard in uh, Chicago. So season in Chicago. Can't get here soon enough uh, for a lot of Blackhawk fans with 
the selection of Bedard. And uh, also some uh, uh, news that came out yesterday uh, that I wanted to uh, shout out here in hockey. That uh, Barbashev, he is staying with the uh, Knights, former Blue. Uh, Barbie got a nice little five-year deal re-up with the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Five-year contract worth $5 million annually uh, there. So nice little payday for uh, Barbie as he was one of the uh, key cogs in that uh, Vegas run this postseason. So happy to see a former Blue. Would have liked to have seen it with a uh, uh, note across his chest, a note across the sweater. But uh, hey, Doing good things there in Vegas and now a two-time Stanley Cup champion uh, there. No complaints uh, from him in that aspect. All right, so uh, nothing really has uh, come down uh, from uh, the uh, NBA. Uh, I did see uh, that the uh, Bulls doesn't leave a lot of other room to make a lot of things happen, but uh, according uh from the agent in Woj, as we're all reported this, that the Bulls and Vucevic have agreed to a contract extension. The deal is worth three years and $60 million for Vucevic there. He'll turn a 33 near the start of next season. He did play all 82 games this past season for Chicago, averaging 17 points a game. It was, of course, acquired from the uh, Magic in 2021 at the uh, trade uh, deadline. And uh, Chicago just finished paying off the price of uh, that trade, signing a pair of first-round picks to Orlando in 2021's draft that turned into Franz Wagner and also turned into uh, Jet Howard this past NBA draft there. So uh, Vucevic not going anywhere there in uh, Chicago and his longevity there with uh, playing all 82 games last season is probably one of the big reasons why that uh, the Bulls re-upped with him uh, because of the Lonzo situation of him not being on the floor. And I want to say uh, Levine missed some time as well. So uh, Vucevic not going anywhere uh, in uh, Chicago. So it seems like everything coming up uh, Chicago uh, there at least uh, last night for the Bulls. And the Blackhawks, I think that's a pretty solid uh, move, if you ask me uh, there. So, uh, no really other, any other NBA news and notes as of now. But, of course, free agency will begin uh, tomorrow. And I don't really see any new news or any breaking news uh, come across uh, the wire as I'm uh, getting out of here. One last check of uh, Twitter before I decided to uh, get off here. Nope, I don't see anything uh, from Woj or anything. So uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow to uh, hit up on uh, free agency and see uh, some decisions uh, that will be made from uh, James Harden. I doubt anything will be decided about Dame Lillard or uh, potentially uh, Zion. Hey, he's doing all right. But hey, he was doing all right in the playoff game. All right, he was dunking in warm-ups. He was dunking yesterday at a little kid's uh, clinic that he was at. I see you, Zion. You're out there maybe trying to say, hey, look at me. I'm all right. <laughs> but uh, we'll be back to uh, talk about NBA free agency tomorrow. And get you set for 
the uh, weekend in baseball as well. And we got to talk NASCAR as well because the highly anticipated and highly talked about race on the uh, show is finally going to happen this weekend. Maybe. I say maybe because is a rain in the forecast there in Chicago? I know it kind of is around around here. Uh, I mean, I know we need the uh, rain. Uh, let's see. It looks like here 60% chances of rain are showers and possible thunderstorm uh, for the race on Sunday. Ooh, uh, not very good chances of it. And we talked about that yesterday about the uh, rain tires uh, potentially being used as well in this uh, street race as well. So uh, we'll definitely be uh, talking about that uh, more and we'll uh, get our expert picks as well for uh, pick them as well in a wild card street race uh, coming up this weekend in Chicago. And also on a tomorrow's show, we talked about it at the very top. Mind you again, it's the top sports stories of the year so far in the year of 2023. So you want to definitely tune in to tomorrow's show. Should be a good one. Thanks for listening to me today here flying solo. Eric will be back with me tomorrow for that big show. All right, I'm out of here for the day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. And I'll talk to you tomorrow for your Feel Good Friday. Peace.